We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the video stream. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, glad to be here uh, with you on this Tuesday. We don't really have, like, reaction Monday. It's sort of a reaction Tuesday after the long holiday weekend. We got a lot of college football in. We get the NFL. We'll have Dan Israel, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, joining us top of the next hour. Uh, let's start to dive into what we saw from KU and K-State. We'll start with the Wildcats. You heard them right here on KFH. That was cool. Uh, Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster here, by the way, with you. Jad Chambers producing. Uh, b- before we do this, let's give away something here, Jad. Let's give away some uh, HTO. Here's what, I'll, here's what I got to tell you. This is, of course, a shameless plug, as it usually is. So it, I, I had very little voice this weekend and did uh, the CBS show. Tommy has the same affliction now, and you can probably hear it in his voice a little bit today. Yeah. You're, you're on the good side, Tommy. It gets better. Um, I, you know, I survived, and I hadn't had this. This true story. I had not had hot tea. My wife and I run the HTOs. I had never tried the hot tea. So I got hot tea. It was amazing. It was a miracle thing. Like, I, I had two, like, massive cups of it. And just like every other, and that's how I got by. So you can always order hot tea uh, at HTO, uh, at least at the East location you can. By the way, I've said I've told you that I was going to tell you when the Derby store is opening. That's not my wife and I, but we're we're close with you know that local ownership group. We're very happy for them. They're going to open on September fifteenth. So September fifteenth, next Friday, is when the Derby location of HTO will open up. These cards that we give away here, and I've talked to you know. Uh, Leah there who's opening that and she's she's all on board with these cards that we give away here on Sports Daily working for her store too. Uh, so starting the 15th, these free iced tea cards that we give away and free coffee cards will work there as well as the two Wichita locations. Let's give away a couple iced tea cards now. Uh, 869-1240 is the number to call on the IOP hotline to get yourself two free iced tea cards from HTO, uh, two locations in Wichita coming soon in Derby. Those will work for you. More than 25 flavors. Check it out. Uh, Jad will get us a winner. First caller right now. All right, K-State, Tommy. So 
it was interesting. It was everything we wanted to see. Like for me, like every single thing we wanted to see out of that game, we saw. And K State looked just incredibly impressive. Uh, they they just had their way. They didn't let Simo do anything offensively, right? They they had six yards rushing. That's what we want to see, right? They're going to have some passing yards when they get just housed like they got housed. It was a shutout, which is hard to do, especially when you're playing a lot of players. It just, a, I mean, almost a perfectly scripted performance from K-State, I thought, to open the season. That's exactly what you have to have when you're playing an FCS opponent. Like, you don't want there to be any kind of drama. Uh, you don't want there to be any kind of question coming out of that game. You know, you want to handle your business, and you want to do it in a way that is pretty decisive, and that's the way that it worked for Kansas State in that opening game. I'm with you. It was everything that you wanted to see from the Wildcats uh, against a, a team that, yeah, they're FCS, but they're a good FCS team. You know, they, they're a ranked F FCS team. And so with what they were able to do defensively in stopping the run from SEMO, what they were able to do offensively in running the football, and then Will Howard having a really good game, of course, an abbreviated game because they, they pulled him out, which is, again, something you want to see when you're playing an FCS opponent. Yeah, it was everything that you, uh, that you wanted from the Wildcats in that opening game. You know, the line, by the way, closed at minus 28. And I, I remember, like, right before the game started, I'm like, that should be a breeze for Kansas State to cover that. Uh, and it ultimately ended up being that way. Uh, you know, so again, a pretty decisive, dominant victory for the Wildcats. They showed why they were deserving of their highest preseason ranking uh, in like what, close to 20 years uh, on, yeah. on Saturday. Like they, they showed that. Uh, and so, yeah, like absolutely impressive. Really nothing bad to say about their performance. No, I mean, Will Howard had an interception. I mean, I, you know, like, okay. Uh, K-State's going to be, and I won money with them too. They're going to be a really interesting betting team early, Tommy, because of the way the defense played there. That's what really opens things up to me. So, so like, for instance, right now against Troy, who's, you know, Troy's usually pretty good at home, 15 and a half point favorites. I'm going to I'm going to take the Cats again because their defense appears to be there. If their defense is there at a high level and we've heard like Fitz has told us like there's a chance that this defense could be even better even though they have some questions to answer, they do have a lot coming back. So they they're an interesting team to think about that way. Of course, the other big thing that happens in this game and you know Giddens looked good, Ward looked good uh, as far as the backfield, RJ Garcia looked great. That was the other big question, right, is are they going to have enough there? Phillip Brooks was, you know, good as always and consistent. But R.J. Garcia was really good. And Senate, we know, like I saw that Senate was, by the way, I think Mel Kuyper's third-ranked tight end coming out of the, you know, pot prospects, which yeah. is fantastic to see because uh, that could go up because they're really going to lean on him. But we saw everything. We, You know, Will Howard picked up right where he left off, and then Avery Johnson comes in. So the speculation here. Has always been, at least for me, it was like, from what I've heard coaches and everybody say, is that Avery Johnson is going to help this team this year play in big games. And so for me, I'm like, I don't think we're going to see him. I don't think we're going to see him because if they try and hold that red shirt, there's no sense in using him against SEMO when they might need him late in the year, right, in a Big 12 game. Okay, that was, a, that was an, an outrageous thought. Well, he comes in. 
And it takes me back to what Wyatt Thompson said that we've all thought, you know, quietly and maybe not said as loud, you know, out loud, is that what's the point of redshirting Avery Johnson? If he's as good as we think he's going to be, he's not going to stay here five years. So, okay. I think, and it's like, okay, it's interesting to hear Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Wildcats, say that because we've all, you know, you don't want to overhype it. You don't want to overstate, right, the impact a true freshman can have because that's not really fair to him. But man, the way everybody's talked about him, I'm not that surprised they put him in. And what it tells me, Tommy, is the red shirt's irrelevant, right? Like they want Avery Johnson to be prepared now to get meaningful snaps just in case something happens. And we saw him come in. We saw him, you know, make defenders uh, look the way some high school defenders looked against him. I don't think people realize how fast he is. And and he's, he threw the ball pretty well, right? He, was, he only threw it four times, but he completed three of those passes. Uh, you know, it's it's the dual threat nature of it that, that gets you really excited about Avery, and he has a freaking missile launcher. But he looked fine, and, and I think... More than anything, that tells us that he's going to be a factor all year. I don't think he. I don't think they're even considering redshirting him. No, and I think that we need to get out of our heads that he's going to redshirt. I mean, I, I just don't. I don't see it happening. And the fact that he, I never saw the point of it. By the way, like why? Yeah. I, I think the only reason people thought it is because Will Howard's great, right? And you don't need right. him, but they're going to need him. I think it also shows that you know Avery Johnson, at least as far as what the coaching staff is evaluating, is head and shoulders better than Jake Rubley is for that backup role, you know, and, and nothing against Jake Rubley. I mean, Jake Rubley has, you know, done some Reportedly things to, had a great camp, you know, to, to benefit that program, uh, you know, over the time that he's been there. But the fact that when, you know, Will Howard is pulled out of the game and Kansas state is up by like five touchdowns and they go to Avery Johnson and not Jake Rubley in a game that really doesn't matter and especially at that point in the game doesn't matter. And they could have easily put Rubley in there to finish out the game. And they went to Avery Johnson. Yeah, it tells me that they have no intention of redshirting him whatsoever this season. And they feel like he can make an impact on this program right now. So I don't know if the extent of Avery Johnson's involvement in this offense is going to be if Will Howard gets injured at some point or if they're going to try to find ways to include him as part of this offense throughout the majority of the season, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if there's, you know, a designed package of plays that, you know, work really well with his skill set where they can throw him out there and, you know, maybe use his legs, use that dual threat component that he's got. Or if we're looking at a situation where, you know, he's basically just going to be primed and ready to go if something ends up happening to Will Howard. But regardless, they plan on having him be, in my mind, a, a pretty valuable member of this offense. I don't think a red shirt is even on the table right now. No, I don't. I don't either. And I think that, you know, whether it was ever considered, I, I don't know. But they're, they're not. To me, it doesn't make any sense to play him against SEMO if you're thinking about that. Because if you, you, you would need to be able to retain right that eligibility. So, yeah, I think it's just a I think it's just a, you know, a tell that hey, we we ain't going to redshirt Avery Johnson. It doesn't make any sense to because you know, what what is the situation for K-State in reality, Tommy? You don't redshirt him. He's your starter for at least 2 years and maybe 3, right? Depending on how things go. Like what's the point anyway? Right? Cuz if he's the kind of player that you think he might 
be, and they probably are seeing like, uh, okay, this this guy isn't gonna like. We, it wouldn't be, it would be a disservice to him. Like if he's really as good as we think yeah. he might be, like we're not gonna try and hold him back. He's gonna play the minimum and he's gonna go on because if he redshirts, it's not like he can't get to the NFL any faster. You redshirt him if you think they're a guy like Will Howard who might be in the program for a long time. I don't think anybody thinks Avery Johnson's going to be that kind of a player. He's, t- he's got the, the raw ability to show better than that. So, okay, well, all bets are off. We think we're good enough to win the Big 12 this year. Let's get Avery Johnson ready to help us this year because he can. If Will Howard wins a Heisman, Avery Johnson can help this team because you can just do little package things. The, the run he scored on, like, okay, let's give him, you know, maybe you give him a red zone package. Maybe you give him a, you know, whatever, an end of half pack, whatever it is that can, you know, bring that dual threat nature to it. And and the harsher reality is K-State knows better than anybody, Tommy. You would better have more than one person ready to play quarterback. When was the last year K-State did not deal with a significant quarterback injury? It's been a while. I, I, I feel like I've covered this team for a decade now. I think that's about right. I don't remember a season they ever made it through without needing a backup quarterback at some point, right? Like one guy hasn't been able to just come in and go all the way through. So if that's the case and you think that you're good enough to win the Big 12, and clearly they are, right? The Big 12 did not have a great weekend. Then, yeah, okay, let's let's just be the best we can be this year. And, like, why are we so worried about what happens four years from now when Avery Johnson's showing us in practice – He's not that kind of player anyway. Like, let's go. Let's get this thing ready. Students were appropriately excited. And what, what the only thing that will be interesting to watch is, like, don't get so overhyped that you're like, uh, like, th- this is Will Howard's show. Like, don't don't ever misunderstand that. Will Howard looked great. Will Howard, the things he did last year are so perfect for this team. Like, just, like, Avery Johnson can basically be what Adrian Martinez was right when will howard was going so well is this change of pace quarterback it works it it works for k state so i'm excited about it that was fun and interesting and cool and unexpected and just like okay here we go the Avery johnson era has begun at the same time as you know they got a heisman candidate and it really was like it was an almost perfect game script for k state like what you wanted to see as a fan like it was all there for us yeah and i mean i really do think that there is going to be moments especially once you get into big 12 play late in the season where you're gonna have to have Avery Johnson you know doing what he does to really have this program be the best version of itself um you know Will Howard is is great and and I think that is a guy that I mean we've talked about his pro prospects and and what he did last season and even the way he looked against SEMO was really really good that's awesome uh but what Johnson does as a change of pace, that was the phrase you learned or that you used. I think we learned that over the weekend that just the different kind of abilities that he has, the touchdown run that he had, he looked looked incredible. And I just picture, you know, you get into, I don't know, late November and, you know, you're you're battling for a Big 12 uh, regular season championship or you're going to go into the Big 12 title game or whatever, and the the game's going to be tight against whoever you're playing. Yeah, it'd be great to have Avery Johnson in there to give you what he does and be that change of pace. And so I think it makes total sense. I was not um, 
I wasn't upset when I saw him. I was like, okay, here we go. Like they're not going to redshirt him, and I didn't think that was the wrong decision. I think it's no, I don't I think, think it's basically, the wrong decision either. They basically believe like, look, like let's go right now for us to be the best version of ourselves. We need Johnson in there. Yeah, it's not the wrong decision. It's it's the right decision. I'm I'm totally and completely on board with the decision. One more thing to think about, like K State. It's not that they're winning because Avery Johnson's going to create an interesting window for them. We know they just had one of the best recruiting classes they've ever had. I'm not sure that they're going to be in as good an opportunity to win the Big 12 next year as they are this year. Now, they could be. They could get transfers. They could do all these things. But there is a little bit, right? Like, there's there's this – you can break it apart. This team returns enough, absolutely, with the offensive line coming back, with the – you know – with what looks like the defense having enough, even without, you know, the the draft guy. They sent three guys to the NFL draft. People have t- talked about their depth. The running back room looks fine. You, you know, maybe it's different than Deuce Vaughn, but it's still really dynamic and good. If Garcia's there, like, it's hard to imagine on September 5th, Tommy, like, oh, yeah, they'll be right back here next year. No, this is another, like— it's not it's not the overall window but you, this is a year to strike if you're K-State. And so that that's a part of it too. Like take advantage of this year. Maybe you have one year of like a reload with Avery Johnson and then you have, you know, however many after that. But don't don't look to the future to spite what you have now. And what they have now is a team that should contend for another Big 12 title. And if Avery Johnson helps them achieve that now, which clearly he will, then then do it. I mean, it, that that makes the decision easier. Like, he makes their team better this year, and their team this year has a chance to win a Big 12 title. Why not? What are you waiting for? Like, who cares? Who cares about four years from now? Because the other reality is, and Colin Klein, you know, if this continues, isn't going to be there in five years, I don't think. Not, not in this current role. But Chris Kleiman will be, or one of them will be. And right now they have a track record, or they just got they, – they can – they can get quarterbacks ready to roll. So use him if he helps you now because now it looks like – what what did we see? I mean, Oklahoma looked fantastic. But what did we see this weekend that tells us K-State shouldn't contend for a Big 12 title this year? Nothing. So nothing. use Avery Johnson now. Yeah, no, nothing. I mean, you go through the roster of the teams that played in the Big 12. Obviously, TCU – has some issues. Sure. I thought te- you know Texas looked fine, but they didn't they look dominant. Fine. Uh, you know, I think OU probably had the the most impressive, or not impressive, but most dominant win of the weekend in the conference. But really, like that wasn't anything that you know didn't tell me much about the the Sooners. I don't think Oklahoma State didn't look great. Baylor looked really bad. Texas Tech lost. You know, so at the end of the day, I mean, there's nothing after week one in the Big Twelve that tells me that Kansas State shouldn't be right back in this position to be competing for a Big Twelve championship this season. Yeah, I, I'm so excited for it again. You'll hear all their games here on KFH. It's going to be a blast. I I loved it. That was that was as fun as a, a you know pre not preseason but early season Semo game as you could get. Troy will probably be better than Semo. I'm gonna tell you, down 15 and a half points. The way that defense looked, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in on the Cats again this week. What about KU? We'll talk about them. Uh, a little bit later in the second hour, I want to make sure we have plenty of time to talk KU. We'll have Dan Israel at the top of the hour. So KU fans, hang in there. We're going we're gonna to get to KU in the second hour so that we've got a full segment on it. When we come back, Tommy, 
Let's talk about some of the other storylines of college football in week one. What did we see? Any any tells on, you know, big picture, what it could be Clemson lost last night. Florida State won the marquee game. The Big 12 struggled in some games. What's out there in the college football world? We'll talk about it all next on Sports Daily. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 